When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And together, we're the Anxiety Chicks. Each week, we will dive deep into a different topic about anxiety and the real-life experiences we all go through. While giving you all the top tools and tips you need for your journey to recovery. Our degrees may say therapist and dietitian, but together we are just real chicks on our own healing journeys too. Join us as we take you from panic to power and reduce the stigma of mental health. Remember, you're never alone and we're all in this together. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks podcast. I'm Allison Sepinera. And I'm Taylor. And we're excited for our um, episode today. I am happy to see that we were able to make this work because we've had a couple, well, for me, I've had a little bit of a challenging last week because I had my dad's um, celebration of life service and it was very emotional had to switch a lot of things around and I've been very – so this topic is really good for me today because I feel like I've been so absent-minded because of what's going on with my grief and like my dad and I just feel like so horrible for so many things I've forgotten and like I'm such a people pleaser. So I mean I want to like dive right into it but <laughs> for anyone that's listening that feels like maybe I dropped the ball on something, I'm so sorry and I'm getting back into my right mind again. But this episode couldn't have come at a better time for me to just apologize to the world, the atmosphere of my job and my friends and everything for what's been going on in my life. Um, and just generally, like having anxiety is has made me a people pleaser. I don't know if you're listening and you have anxiety. I feel like so many people I talk to are just people pleasers. But anyway, um, I'm glad to have you guys back. We're both glad. So you were kind of t starting to tell me something, Taylor, before we Wait, started recording. I wanted to say one thing. First of all, let's give claps for Allison and I have joined the iHeartRadio network. So I know. A little pat on our back for this. So expect some we're really, very like, excited. Really big oh, things coming for this podcast. Like we're trying really hard for it. Lots of amazing guests, lots of amazing content. So yeah. we're just proud of ourselves. I know. I'm glad you shared that. I was like nervous. I didn't know if we were supposed to say or when we we're supposed to say it. But uh, yeah. We I mean, signed the contract. We joined. <laughs> I know. This is really exciting, you guys. And so, yeah, we're going to have so much amazing content coming up. I mean, it's going to be very much the same awesome conversation that you guys have said you like. Well, most of you have said you enjoyed. Um, hey, but but yeah. that's what they said they loved about us. So... I agree. So yes, kudos to us. Thank you, Taylor, for for giving us a little bit of a celebration there. <laughs> um, so, but but as I was saying, 
as far as this episode goes, you were starting, you were going to start telling me something before we recorded about yeah. we, we had this topic and you said, oh my gosh, no, I need to tell you um, when we're recording because I've been struggling with this well, internally. I mean, I, w- so I was what- like five minutes late to the podcast because I have a client in the morning and you know how like people set the boundaries, like when you go to a doctor's office, if you're like 15 minutes late, like you can't have the appointment, you owe the whatever yeah. fee it is for a missed appointment. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, I have way too much empathy and I just like, you know, I feel for people because I've been there, you know, and like you and I, like sometimes with the podcast, like it's like, dude, I have a lot going on and like I get that feeling of just like you're trying to make it all happen and yeah, you're late, you yeah. know, but then I see that for other people and it's like I don't look through I don't look at the mirror and I'm like, but you, like you have obligations and things. It's like so easy for me to just like lay on the floor for everyone else. So actually like before all this, I want to get into, so Alice and I are obviously people pleasers. Uh, Allison's a lot further with like recovery of it than I am, but um, that comes with also age, I believe. Uh, yeah. And- I think that's a good point. Like, yeah, the, the more experience you have, it's, it's yeah. less – it's boundaries are important, but also feeling like um, there's less, there's way less kind of disappointment on my end of like I'm disappointing people. That's really internally what was, usually goes on with me is like, oh my God, are they going to be mad at me or something like that? And now I'm more compassionate with myself and other people too whenever things happen in life. So yeah, yeah you'll- it's like, am I going to be mad at myself for overextending? You'll yeah. start probably also really kind of start, it'll start not like testing yourself, but like that, I think that'll come to fruition a lot more if or when a lot of your friends and family members start having kids because you have to mm-hmm. really be a patient with people when they have kids that mm-hmm. there's things that are going to change suddenly, you know, plans that will change, times where they said they can do something, then they can't. Um, then like, you know, there's people that, you know, it's not about them anymore, you know? So it's like mm-hmm. the patience is so much more with with uh, when you're surrounded by people with kids, you know? I don't know. That's what I found for me. But um, but other than that, yeah, that the it's I, I'm excited for, for us to dive into this because I think there's so much more to why we're people pleasers. And I think empathy is awesome for a lot of people with anxiety that are very highly sensitive and very empathetic. But I think Sometimes internally, the people pleasing has to do more with like not wanting to disappoint other people or like have people mad at you or feel let's, like. Let's start with that. Okay. Let's start with like if you're sitting back and you're like, okay, a people pleaser. Like, what is a sign that I could be a people pleaser? Okay. So these are some signs that you might be a people yeah. pleaser. <clears throat> you apologize often. So like you're always just like, mm. even when like you don't even like, you know how like you just like mess up something, but it's not really even something and you find yourself being like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. So yeah, this is a, this is a funny example, but I'm at a pickleball. I play pickleball a lot. And like, if I oh. mess the, up the shot, I'm like, I'm so sorry to my partner, but it's like, they mess up too. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's okay to mess up. It's like, but for me, I feel as though I'm disappointing my partner. So mm. anyways, that's just a little example of what it feels like. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You go to great lengths to avoid content conflict. So I am never going to call someone out, even if like they're doing me wrong. I'm just like, I do not want to confront them. That's just, uh, uh. Ah. Yeah, no, I, I am very much of a, I am now so much of a communicator where I can't sit back and not say anything. If there's something happening where uh-huh. I'm feeling you know, frustrated or I'm feeling, you know, like rejected from someone 
and very much so I need to kind of like, and, and I think confrontation is such a negative word, but I think communication is so important. Mm-hmm. So it's always valid for someone to communicate how they're feeling to each other. But I think with people pleasers, again, it's it's this thing of not wanting to kind of like rock the boat. Like emotions are, yes. you know, scary. So being able to, you know, that's just like a scary thing for people pleasers. And as far as the I'm sorry thing, oh my gosh, I still say it all the time and I'm working on it. Uh, you feel responsible for how other people feel. I feel this to such a high degree. If someone's having a bad day, <clears throat> if someone's having a bad day, I feel that every bone in my body is responsible for turning that person's day around. And that can be mm-hmm. at fully, well, okay, not just anybody, but like people closest to me. When someone comes to me and they're like, I'm having a bad day, I feel it in me. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I have to like help this person. Um, yes. Well, wait, can I just actually on on like follow up on that? That is totally me in a relationship like that yeah. I'm working on. I think anxious attachers, they definitely feel have that a lot. Like if you're not okay, then I'm not okay. You know, like uh-huh. when my ex would have certain big emotions, I would be so dysregulated and feel like, oh my gosh, I have to do something in order to make him okay. What did I do? Like, oh my gosh, I he seems really mad or sad or something right now. Oh my gosh. And I feel like it's my responsibility to make him feel better. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, that's definitely part of what I'm working on too. Um, You feel uncomfortable if someone is angry at you. This one is huge for me. I don't know about you, but I want everybody and their mom to like me and not and even if I just cross them one day ever, I just need everybody to like me. And the thought of someone not liking me or being being angry at me literally kills me. <laughs> yeah, I that yes, that actually used to be something I would struggle with a lot more than I do now. Yeah. Um, but I think just because I'm very self aware of my own limitations and. Mm-hmm. I have worked so hard on understanding like how I feel about certain things and that I'm triggered by different things, but I'm able to kind of process through that and know that I'm working on it. I Mm -hmm. kind of have those same expectations for other people though. You know, like I'm doing the work. Why aren't you also doing the work? So for me, it's less about caring about pleasing them because we all make mistakes and I'm very, again, patient and compassionate for other people, but I want to know that you're also a part of this relationship. Like we're going to be working on, you're working on yourself and you understand that, yeah, maybe, maybe that wasn't, you know, the the best way to handle something or something like that. So I, I don't think it bothers me as much if someone is mad because I don't necessarily take it personally anymore. I'm like, something right. is obviously bothering them and I approach it as, as a, someone who cares about them and wants to say, well, what happened? You know, like what's going on instead of trying to fix it? Because I think people pleasers just want to fix everything. Yeah. The the best quote I heard is, why do you want everybody to like you when you don't even like everybody? Yeah. <laughs> or why do you expect everybody to yeah. like you when you don't even like, like there's so many people, you know, you meet in your life that you're just like, you know, I don't really like vibe well yeah. with them. Like you just don't feel like it's totally. nothing against them. It's just your personalities don't match. So like if you don't even like everybody, how how do you expect everybody to like you? But 
Totally. I no, I agree. I don't think every I don't think everyone is going to vibe with each other. I think that's yeah. fine. I don't think that it's because that person is a terrible person. You just don't right. it's like it's like relation like romantic relationships. You're not not everyone's gonna be for you, right? They're just not into you. That's fine. Okay. Um, this but. one is huge for me, and I bet okay. you feel this too. It's a very weird thing with people pleasing because it, it like almost doesn't make sense. Okay. You feel burdened by the things you have to do. It, but you take it on, you know. Do you know what I mean? Like you're, you're yes man. Like I'm yes man. But then I feel almost just like oh. burdened for doing all these things. Okay, so I love that you just said that. That you're a yes, like a yes man. I used to be. I'm not anymore at all. It's almost too easy for me to say no now. I, <laughs> I feel like maybe I need to go back to that a little bit because I just say no all the time. I'm just like, no, nope, not feeling it. No, thanks. I'm good. Um. But yes, being a yes man, like that is really, really hard. And you can, you can overexert yourself because yeah. because if you say yes to everything, there's only a certain amount of hours in a day. And that's like when I, um, that's like when I told you, when I texted you about the podcast and we were, you were traveling and I said, oh my gosh, that's like, this happens. Stuff happens with traveling. Oh my gosh. And I said to you, I said, you know what? It's okay if we like record a different day, if you want, if you know you're traveling and you want to ask if you want to do it Tuesday instead yeah. of Monday, that's totally okay. And you were like, I know, but like, I just want to say yes. And I want to just say I can do it. And, and that was something I, I yeah, wanted to absolutely. make sure you knew that it's okay for you to say, no, I can't do it that day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so saying no, it's it's a practice. Do you feel like you've been practicing that better, like trying to do that? No. Okay. <laughs> well, it's time. I know. Well, uh, I've set boundaries with like friends, so I've definitely come a long way. Like I used to surround myself with so many people that like at the end of the day, you know, I didn't really value their friendship and I was saying yes to them. Okay. I still struggle with it with people close to me and people that I value. Okay. So like I value you and I value I our know. podcast. So it's like that's something that I struggle with saying no to my husband and my parents and then yeah. my one of my best friends. So like those are the people I I would say I struggle with saying no to. Outside of that, no. Yeah. <laughs> I've, well, I've come a long way with that. Yeah. So it's growth. Well, and it and you're right, it is boundaries. Right? I'm it's still boundaries 27. It's yeah, it's, it's boundaries for yourself, you know. It's like yeah. uh, you know, every day you work on it and you're working on it, right? You're right, just right. But it's almost like I totally understood that because I used to be like that. And I was like, I'm giving you permission to say no to me. You know, if you feel yeah. like you're not sure you'll be able to come to the podcast in time or something busy is going on for you, like, we don't need to do it that day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes you just need to hear that permission from people too. And you're just like, okay, like, thank you. you yes. Know, but I, and I appreciate that because you're such a hard worker. And I think a lot of people pleasers are hard workers too, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think they, it's that fear of disappointment. Yeah, like of I was disappointing saying. anybody. You know, it's like I just don't. I don't want anybody to have to take care of me. I don't want to feel like I am putting anything on anybody. I don't want have to, anybody to have to do my stuff. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I know, I know, I know. You, I mean, yeah. and that's such a that's it's it's so hard because it's like a catch twenty two because it's such a good quality, but then at the same time, it burns you. It can burn you out. You know? Yeah. Yes. Okay. What's the um, next one? Ooh, okay. Uh, you don't admit your feelings are hurt. Boom. Ooh. Ah, oh, that's me. 
<laughs> well, tell me, tell me, I guess let's go like deep a little bit with you because I have no, no problem doing that. Um, what is it about that that makes it hard for you to like open up? Like and- even on my wedding, like my aunt caused like this whole commotion and like it kind of like ruined things. Like it was like stressing me out. Oh, no. And then like when she apologized about it, my response is, oh, it, it was no big deal. Like, but, but in reality, like, you know, I was like, really hurt and like it was a big deal and causing a lot of problems mm-hmm. but I you know do you know what I mean right so it's like I my response was like oh my gosh no worries you know like it's a big deal but, but I couldn't really express. wanted to say but I really wanted to say like <laughs> why'd you have to do that like <laughs> right I mean so. it's a big day too so it's like there might have been part of you that even if you were if you were maybe a little bit more open to communicating that that those types of feelings maybe that wouldn't have been the best time because you didn't want your wedding to be yeah. all about that you know but at the same time you never you were never able to kind of go back to her and say listen like this kind of no. hurt my feelings i would just so rather why just is like that hard? Lift the rug and sweep it under tell me why that's hard for you to do that because i'd rather just like move on from it like she's done causing a ruckus so i'd rather just like move on from it than just like go back and explore it it's Why? weird i don't know Confer- I-, I think it's the fear of like hurting anyone's feelings fear fe- fear of them being like okay mad or upset or like i don't know and the in especially when it's people you know you and i are from like italian families yeah and so when it's people with strong personalities absolutely yeah. not i will lay on okay. the floor it's like um, keep the peace. You want to just like the keep peace. the peace. Keep yeah. The peace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which brings me to the next one, which I 100% am. I have a story on this one. You act like people around you. Oh, like like you conform to how people around you I behaving? never have an opinion in groups. Oh, no. I will go along with anybody's opinion. Mm. Okay. I can see that though. Like in groups, it's really hard. I think there can be like a lot of tension, even when you're having like just a debate. It's not even an argument. Like say people have different opinions, right? Yes. If you're in a I don't want to be that person. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, even even if you're not though, how do you feel when that does happen and you're not even involved in the conversation? Uncomfortable. Get, yes. 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 You feel this dysregulation that happens. Especially what like these last couple of years. Oh. Totally. Conversations make me cringe. Totally. I mean, it's 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 really yeah. It's been so hard these past couple of years because there's so many conflicting opinions politically and all this stuff. And yes. like, even if you're someone that really just is, is okay with sort of just staying in the background, which is fine. That's okay. It still is like so dysregulating when people around you are kind of like it does. It it sounds like a fight, but it's like not a fight. But people have different opinions. And again, with Italian-American families, you know, I (laughs) feel like my whole childhood and even now being in an environment, I was at my dad's service, lots of loud people. (laughs) I don't like that. Like I, Mm -hmm. my heart like starts racing. It's overstimulating. No one's listening to each other. Everyone's (laughs) talking over each other. I just want to crawl into my bed and like, you know, meditate or like, you know, listen to music. And it can feel just really dysregulating for me. And and so I wonder what it is about that though that is like a people-pleasing thing. Because for me, it's less – it's more about like a preservation, like self-preservation. Okay, wait. I think that goes with this – I think it's like connected to this next one. You pretend to agree with everyone. So like oh, by agreeing okay. with them and like 
acting like them in the sense of like their opinions and things like right you're not causing ruckus and they like you because you're agreeing with what they have to say people love talking about themselves and their own opinions and you saying that's amazing or i totally agree it makes them you know oh i like this taylor girl okay (laughs) totally that's actually a very, very good point. So it's almost like you want you you're you're not like afraid to speak up, but maybe a little bit because maybe you're not into like you said the disappointment thing, right? You yes. don't want people to disagree with you, yeah. Because then, what would that say? You know, if someone disagreed with you, then it's they're angry with me. They don't like me. They yeah. hate me, and then that goes to a whole day of like, oh my gosh, that person hates me. Yeah. So I wonder if to like I want to keep going with this list, but I'm curious. What that was says, the last one. Oh, it was. Okay. Does it and does it um when we talk about kind of like how to work on your people pleasing tendencies? Because I think yeah. So there's nine steps to stop being a people pleaser and respect oh, yourself. Okay, I love so this. So being okay. a people pleaser, I think this is the first thing to like put into your head. Being a people pleaser, you're people pleasing but you're disrespecting yourself. I love that. I love that because that is that is so true. So what is that what do you think that means like as far as You are going out of your way for everybody else but you're not taking care of yourself right. and your own you're not valuing yourself. 100%. So like right there you're just like killing your self-worth, your self-love, your you're you're making your anxiety worse, I believe, because you're saying you have no value, you are not worthy of an opinion, you are not enough to speak up. Uh, other people are on a pedestal, and you're just a little peasant. When that's not true, totally. Well, and that's what before you even said that first first step of you know people pleasing recovery. Um, that's what I was thinking about myself is like. How do you work on these things? Well, you have to work on yourself and you have to work on gaining more confidence, right? So and communicating one, your own needs. Recognize okay. your reasons. So what so your reasons, like what is behind your people pleasing? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay. And that you is know. Let's go deep. deep. Yeah. That is like the deep work because I think that that's – Insecurity. It's fear of failure. Like you don't want to feel like you failed at whatever you said or – I know at least for me a lot of times it's like I don't want to say the wrong thing. Trauma? Yes. I mean if you think about – again, when we think about our dynamic of our families, like Mm -hmm. growing up, I definitely – Again, there was this loudness. Everyone talked over each other. You know, I wanted to whenever I did. How did it feel when you spoke up? It was scary. I mean, it still is because not even scary. It's almost like um, now 
I've worked on so much about it where I have like really different expectations for people in my family. Um, but it's still hurtful. It's more hurtful now because so many people don't know how to listen, like really, really be attentive and listen to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So you just feel like they're that makes me feel waiting for their them. response rather than taking in what you're saying. Yeah. And that that's in it that makes me feel even more insecure about myself mm-hmm. is like why am I why am I, what I'm saying is not important? Why is it mm-hmm. not as important as what they're saying? And then I start getting sad and I may might cry and I might like go into my shell and then oh my gosh, what's wrong with her? Oh my gosh, what's happened? It's like and people some people just don't understand that. So it's like yeah. okay, maybe I'll just appease everyone and be this different person so I can just keep the peace. And mm-hmm. it's very complicated. It's a very complicated dynamic, but being but what you said, you know, finding that security within yourself to like trust yourself and and speak up is so important, but I think it needs to be like you need to like read the room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think, yeah, so a lot a lot behind that is just like recognizing your reasons for people pleasing. So that would be number one. Like what – dig deep with yourself if you're listening to this. What in you are you struggling with that's making you feel like you need all these people to like you? That like boosts something in you. For me, that boosts like any insecurity I have. It's like, okay, if, as long as people like me, like then my, then my self-worth matters. Mm-hmm. No, actually. My self-worth matters if – no one else likes me, you know? So the next one is validate yourself, which we kind of spoke on that too. Like understand that your opinion does matter. Your voice matters. Um, there, No one you're talking to is more important than you. Totally. So like I talk so much on this podcast about like affirmations and, um, you know, mirror work. And Mm -hmm. really something that I need to really up the ante on in the next couple weeks because I've been thinking about how much I've just let it slide, just a lot of work within myself. And I've been feeling really just bad about myself lately. And I saw some of your posts. Yeah, you guys can – I share them on my stories every now and then on my page. So I – you know, it's hard to get out of that – mindset when you just are mm-hmm. feeling so bad about yourself, whether it's your body image or your relationship choices or friendships or mm-hmm. things going on with your family or whatever. It's such a spiral that can go so quickly that you consciously need to say to yourself, like I uh, literally in the middle of the night last night, I was like, no, tomorrow I'm going to do some mirror work. I'm going to write in my journal. I was like thinking like I have a workbook that I use with a lot of my clients that I talk about on here. It's by Louise Hay. I'm like, I'm going to work on some of that today and make a point. And you need, yeah, I mean, it's it takes active, proactive work to really love yourself and work on it. You're you literally know? saying step three, which is protect your peace. So how are, so these are ways you can protect your peace. Yeah. I love that. What, like everything I just said? Yeah, I would say. By, by, by putting all of that in your head, you know your worth, right? When you do that mirror worth work, mm-hmm. you are valuable. You are important. You matter. Your opinions matter. Your feelings matter. So that is protecting your peace. So when you go into a conversation, 
when you have those thoughts in your head, this opinion I'm about to say or this feeling I have about this uh, upcoming vacation, I'm going to speak up to protect my piece of what I need and not Mm. let all these people run over me and dictate what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it and what I'm going to say and my feelings. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And then number four, you're going to say no kindly. So how are, what are ways you can say no kindly? What does that sound like? Yes. Well, so I'm okay with saying no. I, I can do that pretty well. Like if I don't, if I know something's not serving me or I listen to my body a lot and if I'm just not feeling up for doing something or like even with something with work or, you know, I've said no to a, a lot of uh, people that have contacted me about. Okay. Different- who are the hardest people for you to say no to? Probably, um, probably with work, like clients yeah. and stuff, because, you know, well, they're paying me, <laughs> but also <laughs> I don't want to, like, that's a huge part of, um, I don't know. I feel like what makes me proud of myself is my work. Mm. Yeah. So, so how do you, what's a way to say no kindly? Um, like, what does that sound like? Like obviously you don't just reply I with set no. Bound- no, I set boundaries pretty well. Like I will say if if they're looking for a certain session, I will tell them I don't I don't really have time that week or if I have a waiting list that's fine. You know, I don't overexert myself with that. I think no is pretty good. It sounds like you struggle with saying no though. Yes. What would, <laughs> what would you what would you say is some a way that you could say no kindly? I think um like, oh, thanks for the offer. That sounds awesome, but I think I'm going to pass on this one. Maybe next time. Yeah. Have you done that before? No, but it sounds good. <laughs> I want you to do that literally before we have our next episode, and I want you to tell okay. me how it goes. Seriously, I'm so – My dog. No, I'm <laughs> my so My dog's curious. like, take me on a walk. I'm like, hey, that sounds great, but maybe next time. No, I'm serious. Like if we were in a session, I would totally say that to one of my clients. I'd be like, okay, <laughs> I want you to practice saying no. Okay, Who would- I did the next one, which basically is then- saying no, is removing toxic relationships. So I did do that. So I kind of skipped step four, and I just removed a lot of these friendships. Right. So but technically- that's- Yeah, but you can still say no to people that aren't toxic. Yeah, so like true. saying no to like, like what would be the hardest person to say no to for you? Ooh, my dad. Okay. And in what context? Like him asking you to do something? Anything. <laughs> yeah. Him asking me to do anything. Every so time he so asks cu- me to do anything, I say yes. I would be so curious like how it would feel for you to say something like, you know, I appreciate it, but I don't think I can do that right Cringe. now. And what it would feel like for you, but also what, how he would react. Like how do you think he would react if you said oh, that? Oh, very kind. Yeah, but, but me, but you don't want like I'm letting my dad down. And then I have like thoughts of like, well, like you know, like you and I talk about this all the time with our parents. Like, and you used to say this with like them getting older. You just get, you just you want to spend every second with them. And I know you, you were, you did amazing at that. You were, and I, and I look at that and I'm like, Allison literally spent every moment she could with her dad. I mean, every and moment like, I could. I go back yeah. and I'm like, I wish I could spend, but it's it's not realistic, you know, to do that, right? Because right. you matter. Well, because yeah, there's there's boundaries and stuff. I yes, mean, like yes. I couldn't. It's just not realistic to be able to do right. that. And I don't think that means anything more, right? If I spent right, that right. more, it doesn't mean anything different. It wouldn't have changed the outcome of anything, right? Um, and so, but I'm so curious. So I don't know. I want you to try that and then see. I'm okay. going to ask you about it. 
gonna ask it and see what everyone thinks if they're gonna how you feel. Okay. okay, the next one is respect your time. Yeah. Cause that's part of the boundaries, right? Like, well, I'm supposed to be doing this right now, and then yep. I'm getting pressure. Yeah. Uh, pu- we're putting pressure on myself to like say yes to this. But and then I you're late. To- yeah. Yep. But like, yep. And then you're late, or you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I go. So being able to to say, you know, say it in a way, I think it, it is part of communication too. It's really hard to yeah to say something like you said, you know, hey, I, you know, I know we have to go soon. I'm really sorry. I'm just thinking about with my clients sometimes when they're in like emotional distress, and I have three minutes before my session is over with that person. And I don't yep. want to say, hey, I got to go. Oh, Bye. You know, that is the hardest. Yes. Yeah, like, hey, just letting you know our session's ending. <laughs> but I, you know, I have it down to like a science now where I can, yeah, I yeah. can summarize Wrap the session yep. and really empathize with them within a couple minutes and let them know mm-hmm. like what they can do and give them, you know, remind them of their tools they have and stuff like that. So, okay. Yeah. Do you actually know my worst one on that is on the phone? I have a really hard time of being like, hey, I got to go. Like, I will stay on the phone until someone has to say bye. That's a good point. Me too. I literally will let, like, until they say they have to go, we are staying on the phone. Yeah. And with my husband's grandma, sometimes that could be two hours. (laughs) (laughs) I will say the only- I'm like, she lives alone. I have to talk to her. Oh, I know. And that's the hardest too. You don't want to, like, let them down. She's such a sweet little lady. I think that- the only way that I'm able to do that when I'm with people and they're just talking and talking, talking, I, I literally am like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I really do have to go. I have this. I do say sorry then a lot. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Last one. <laughs> Stop apologizing unnecessarily. <laughs> but I do feel bad because they're telling me something they obviously want me to hear. apologizing unnecessarily. <laughs> like I have to go to the bathroom or something. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm sorry. Or I, I'm, you know, there's, I'm going hey, into a tunnel. Sorry. Hang on, hand. let's break it down. Why are you sorry you have to go to the bathroom? I know. It's not, I know I'm not <laughs> sorry about that. It's like, I'm sorry that like, I can't be still listening to you because I know yeah. you're telling me something important. Right. And that's right. actually really a reflection of me because I appreciate when people listen to me and mm-hmm. make me feel like what I'm it's saying what is what you important. want. Right. Right. I feel like a lot of times we act the way that we just want to be treated and feel like you and totally. I feel our most whole when people actually listen to us, when people, um, like our opinions. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think sometimes you just act the you treat, which isn't a bad thing, but when you're overextending yourself, like you said, like it's, it's not, not healthy. Right. <laughs> my biggest so one is respecting my time. Yeah. I yeah. like that too. I think it's great. Yeah. Well, so if there's anything we take away from this, it's like, I got to work on not saying sorry so much. You have to work on saying no more. So let's yeah. reconvene and we'll just check in in a couple weeks, see how we're doing with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it, it, th- that's a, people pleasing. I think will be a work in progress, probably probably for the rest of my life. I think some people are just more naturally wired to, especially when you're a very empathetic person and you just really feel how. I I have some friends who just like do not have empathy, and I see how harsh they can be. And I think that's another thing. I'm an observer of conversations, and so when I see people like, a f- like fight with an opinion or like say no, that's not true or something. And then I see how the other person takes it. I'm like, oh, that's so sad. And I'm like, I never want to do that to anybody. You know what I mean? Hold on. Wait, you have friends that don't have empathy? 
that's like really scary. Okay, <laughs> like, okay, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Don't what? <laughs> not like that. I mean, like they're just oh. not like overly empathetic like I am. Like they're like like I have one friend that can okay. be really harsh. Got it. So maybe a little abrasive or something. But they they do. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not like serial killers. Okay, that's good. Because <laughs> having not having empathy literally. I mean, do we know who anybody is anymore? <laughs> I mean, I guess not. I'm like. No empathy is no, like no, 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 no. Like they like they, they they care about people, but they're just like Got it. they definitely they one hundred percent respect their time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. awesome. I would love to have someone like that on here. Maybe they could talk to us about like <laughs> their. Uh, I actually had experience. to cut that friendship off though. Got it. It wasn't. It wasn't. I was I, the no. overextending friend. With people like so, that, so it, I read a thing that it's like. Uh, People pleasers can be easily manipulated, which I feel I was very manipulated in that friendship of like doing everything for this person. And they knew I was a yes man and they would take advantage of it. I was just going to say, I feel like people like that can like sniff out the voice and they just suck my energy and they, they like take advantage of it. Yes. I mean, that doesn't happen to me anymore, but I remember thinking like they can take advantage of it and they can kind of. That put I want to say like push you around, not like physic, not like literally, but they basically can um and they like, don't mean it in like a mean way, but they just like know like when they need something done, who to ask. It's not it's not purposely in a mean way. Yeah. It's more of a selfish way. Like they're selfish. Yes, 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 they're yes. they're very selfish. And yes. they can't see outside of themselves. Mm-hmm. And and even when like those are the types of people that I think are good to set boundaries with and maybe have a breakup with a friendship or actual breakup because if they can't actually understand where you're coming from and you actually openly communicate with them like what's going on, they – so many times I've I felt like they will gaslight you yes. and make you feel like you're doing something to them. Yes. And no. It's like, no, sorry, you know. Here Another again, you're not is, listening to me. People pleasers are very uh, in relationships. I I heard a or read a study on this. A lot of people pleasers end up with narcissists. I could see that. Yeah, unfortunately. I know that's that's kind of a shame. Yeah. Yep. Well, I love those tips. I think they're great. I think we both know what we need to be working on a little more. <laughs> I hope you guys have um, kind of heard maybe some things. That that piqued piqued your interest of what maybe would be helpful to work on for yourself. I want to yeah. end the episode with self love mantras. So one, <gasps> oh, yeah. I choose to stop apologizing for being me. Oh, I love that. Wait, say that one again. I choose to stop apologizing for being me. Number two, I deserve all that is good. Number three, I radiate confidence, self-respect, and inner harmony. Number four, my voice is valuable and my opinion matters. Number five, I love my body and all it does for me. Number six, I choose to be grateful for all that I have. Number seven, I consciously release the past and live only in the present. Number eight, I attract wonderful people into my life. Number nine, I am creating a beautiful life. Number 10, I am worthy of love and attention. Oh my gosh, I love those. I want to put them in our show notes. Yeah. 
I'm going to put them in our show notes. Back up the episode, re-listen to those, say them to yourself. Um, Yeah. Because they're all truths. Those are the truths. And that's what I mean about like mirror work and like my affirmations. Like those, I need to write those down. And this, I used to do this and I haven't done it in so long. I'm doing it today. I have used to have all different affirmations written on post-its and sticky notes and around my where I lived, like on the mm-hmm. fridge, on the mirror. And I used to see them every day and they really helped me so much. And I'm getting back into that. I'm doing that today. I'm going to write all those down and put them somewhere around my apartment just so I can see them all because it's so yeah. important to – And they're Number all one true. goes with you. You take that one. Yeah. I but choose to stop tr- apologizing for being me. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Which one goes I'll with take, you? I'll take all 10. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love I you. Bed. Let's see. Um, my voice is valuable and my opinion matters. Yes. Yeah, yes, girl. I love this. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, we will be back next week. And – What's our topic? We have a guest. Oh, we have a guest. Yeah, yeah. A we pretty have a guest big, next week. A big up there guest. Yeah. You guys are really gonna like next week's episode. Yes. Um, I we've been getting good feedback too about guests, so I'm excited. People are liking nice. them more. Um, if you guys are enjoying us, please leave us a five star review. We would really love it and subscribe. Um, we are so excited to be part of our you know new network, and um, we hope we're going to be getting our message out to lots more people and the stigma of mental health. Um, talking more about just healing anxiety, you can grab my book, The Anxiety Healer's Guide, on Amazon or anywhere, and uh, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, all of that. Check the show notes, and we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.